Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday, February the 25th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the letter of St. Paul, 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verses 10 through 17. 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verses 10 through 17. And I would like to take just a few moments this morning to reflect uh, with you about the importance of three things that seem to have fallen out of favor in uh, our contemporary world. And I think that they have fallen out of favor, and uh, we've lost a great deal in the process of laying these things aside. And the three things I'd like to talk to you about for just a few minutes. Uh, Snail mail, books, and libraries. Those three things simply seem to be out of step without fast pace, carry, and quickly gotten and quickly forgotten world. Um, First of all, the idea of mail. Uh, there's something just wonderful about walking to the mailbox and opening the mailbox and seeing the letters. Granted, you have all kind of uh, junk mail, advertisements and bills and all of those kinds of things. But sometimes buried deep in all of the stuff you don't want there is a letter. Uh, there's something that uh, either surprises you, something you've been waiting for, and something that remains unknown. It may be mysterious until you actually open it. And there's something about waiting uh, for mail to come. Uh, we call it snail mail. And naturally, we don't like that because everything today is instant. Microwaves and overnight mail and all of this sort of stuff. And of course, we have those uh, cell phones that uh, seem to be part of uh, living in the modern world. And um, little things pop up. You got mail. And so we see people constantly checking almost compulsively, uh, their, uh, their phones for the latest mail, the latest bing on that, uh, on that phone, and so on and so forth like that. And um, there is a loss of a sense of mystery and loss of a sense of patience, and also how wonderful it is to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen or pencil I guess at my age, you might think that I'm there with my inkwell and plume uh, scribbling something out. But there's something about receiving uh, the quote-unquote hard copy. Not typed, not uh, put through a computer, and certainly not sent over a phone. But where a person takes the time with penmanship and pen and hand and thought and writes a letter. 
uh, and sends it to you. There's something wonderful about the patience and the mystery and the wonder and hopefully the surprise of finding a letter in the mailbox, the physical mailbox outside. The second thing is in praise of books. There's something wonderful about a book, a tangible uh, thing that you can hold, turn, read again and again, perhaps enrich with your underline, underlining, uh, your writing in the margins, uh, your marking the spot, maybe even writing down a quote or a passage. And there's something, uh, again, very human and engaging about picking up a book, opening it up, whether that book be an old friend or a book brand new, uh, to be in the presence of books. Not this uh, e-books, not electronic books, not books over a computer and all of this sort of stuff where your eyes uh, then begin to fade from looking at that screen so much. But the idea of ink on a piece of paper, uh, the, uh, the pictures that may be, or the illustrations that may accompany the text, all of that, they are tangible. You can touch it. You can open it up. You can even smell it. I remember in school years ago, yes, we did have books. And uh, especially a new book that you got at the beginning of the school year where the sister would pass out the books and you'd smell them. Uh, a brand new English book or a brand new history book or a literature or the catechism. Uh, all of those things, you had to make sure you had uh, covers on your books. You had to make sure you were covers on your books, especially if they were not yours, but they were lent to you for the year. You had to take care of them. You had to make sure your books were covered. If you came with an uncovered book, uh, you were quickly uh, informed that you had better get a cover on the book. But there's something wonderful about books. A society of books is a great society indeed. And uh, many homes used to have libraries, personal libraries, books that we save. And uh, that, 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 again, that tangible quality of reading, of being quiet, away from that computer, away from all of those gadgets that now just give it to us. Yes, we get it fast. You can do all kind of things with it. You can rearrange it and all of that sort of stuff. But again, that ability to, to, to touch a book, like with mail. And thirdly, is the importance of libraries. Again, a, a library can be almost like a cathedral of the mind. You walk into a library, you're expected to be quiet. Uh, to go find a desk or a place where you can sit and simply do your research, your work, your writing, your thinking. Uh, in many ways, the thinking 
and being alone with the book. It's like the mind at prayer. Uh, it's a wonderful environment for God to speak to you, even if the book has nothing on the surface to do with religion or with spirituality. Yet, you have that ability to sit there with that book in that quiet atmosphere, away from the madding crowd, all the noise and all the things that go on in a library. We used to have summer reading books, summer reading clubs that libraries had, and at the end you'd get a certificate if you read so many books, uh, and so on. It was part of the summer. It was part of keeping your mind going. Uh, and of course, today, again, uh, libraries seem to uh, be vanishing as uh, almost the mom-and-pop store on the corner in the face of all the, the big bookstores, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, if they still have those, and all of those kinds of books, those chain bookstores. Uh, they try to make them look like libraries, but there is something, when you walk into a library, the smell, the atmosphere, the hushness, that this is a special place, again, away from the hustle and bustle of the street, uh, and go into a library. And the reason I say all of this is because each day we have not simply uh, mail, that comes through the mailbox, not simply any book, and not simply even the most elaborate and well-stocked library. St. Paul, writing to Timothy, says something very important. He says, from your infancy, you have known the sacred scriptures, the source of the wisdom which through faith in Jesus Christ leads to salvation, the sacred scriptures. And listen to this, please. All scripture is inspired of God. All scripture is inspired of God. All the books written, no matter how brilliant, how wise, and all of that, the scriptures are inspired of God and useful for teaching, for reproof, correction, and training in holiness, so that the person of God may be fully competent and equipped for every good work. Each and every day, we have before us the Word of God, like no other word. No other word is inspired of God the sacred scriptures. And it's, uh, it, it's a great richness and blessing to us to be able to read the scriptures, to meditate on the scriptures, and to let God speak to us and guide us and nourish us and strengthen us through the very holy word of God. Uh, you say, oh, I'm expecting an important phone call. Oh, I hope that... Mail comes, I'm waiting for this email, and all of that sort of stuff. But there is no, there is no letter, there is no mail, 
There is no book that is comparable to the Word of God, the inspired Word. And each and every day we have it in so many forms, so many kinds of books and presentations of Scripture that are present for us to nourish us and to guide us. It's the Word of God addressed individually to each and every one of us. God's Word is eternal and faithful, but it is spoken to each of us in our own particularity, in our own circumstance, who we are as individuals and who we are as made in the image and likeness of God for us today. And so every day we should be hungry and thirsting and waiting with expectation for the Holy Word of God addressed to us. Each day we should spend some time reading and meditating on the Scriptures and asking the Lord to speak to us as only God can. So, in praise of snail mail, mail in the mailbox, outside, books and libraries, we have the book, the Bible. The word Bible itself means translated book. When the great English writer and man of letters, Walter Scott, was on his deathbed. He asked those around him, bring me the book. And he had written many books. And they asked him, well, what book do you want? And he was reported to have replied, what book? There is only one book. Bring me my Bible. Bring me my Bible. There is only one book. May that one book be a part of our everyday life. For all scripture is inspired of God. Sacred scripture, the source of the wisdom, which through faith in Christ Jesus leads to our salvation. May you be nourished this day with the sacred scripture of Almighty God. For today, you have mail. God bless you.